Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. I'm here on my own today. Not a ton of news, so I'm going to get you through it as quickly as humanly possible. Of course, don't forget that all of our episodes appear first on Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, BroadwayRadio.com slash Patreon. One of the cool things that has happened during this pandemic is we've kind of gotten away from having interviews on This Week on Broadway because they had so much theater that all of the panelists have been seeing, but without there being a whole lot of theater, they've gotten back in to having guests on the show, and it has been a wonderful opportunity to hear the collected wisdom of James, Peter, Michael, Jan, Jenna, whoever's been a part of the panel, talk to some of Broadway's best. You never know when that's going to come up. James sends an invite to participate in those recording sessions through Patreon, so if you are a Patreon subscriber, you get that information before anybody else, and you get the opportunity to talk to the stars when they are on the show. All right, let's get into the news. Yesterday, we had two pretty big stories about major New York not-for-profit theaters making substantive changes on their artistic landscapes, all including theater makers of color. The first comes from the Roundabout Theater Company, where Miranda Heyman was named as a resident director for the company, joining Rebecca Tashman and Ann Kaufman. She's previously worked with RTC as a directing fellow, an assistant director under Patrick Marber on the 2018 Broadway revival of Travesties, and she also previously oversaw the company's directing group. Heyman had been slated to direct Dave Harris's exception to the rule during this season, but it has been postponed to 2021 due to the pandemic. In addition to directing, Heyman will also be involved in setting RTC's season. Also, Roundabout named Christina Angeles as an associate artist, having already worked with the company as an assistant director on A Soldier's Play and 72 Miles to Go. Now, moving over to the public theater, they announced on Tuesday the promotions of Roxana Barrios, Brian Joseph Lee, and Yuvika Talani. Barrios will serve as associate producer of artistic programs, Lee will serve as the director for the public forum, and Talani will serve as the director of producing. Barrios previously worked on the public's mobile unit, most recently as the associate director. Lee previously worked on the public's special artistic projects, and most recently led the public forum as associate director. Finally, Talani had previously worked at the public as a line producer, and was then promoted to associate producer. Congratulations to all of these people, either on new positions or promotions. And of course, again, it's always nice to see that at least the not-for-profit off-Broadway companies, and in the case of Roundabout, they also have Broadway tentacles, of course. But it's nice to see that these not-for-profit companies are continuing to find ways to highlight the voices of theater makers of color, especially in the off-stage ranks as well. In semi-related news, yesterday, stage manager Cody Renard Richard, who we've talked about in the past as he's spoken out against racism in the theater, he announced that he was launching a scholarship program for BIPOC theater artists pursuing careers in offstage roles. Working in collaboration with the Broadway Advocacy Coalition, according to Broadway News, the scholarship will, quote, provide a group of undergraduate students with seminars on leadership, social justice, and community building, as well as the possibility of one-on-one -on -one mentorship from a leader in the field. The students will receive a $1,500 stipend, and Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS has already donated $5,000 to the scholarship. Richards is currently seeking additional contributions from members of the theater community because the number of first-year participants will depend on how much money is raised. We will have additional information on all of these stories in the show notes and on broadwayradio.com. 
All right, moving on to our old friend, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Following his chat with Jennifer Garner that we talked about earlier this week, he was apparently answering some emails when he received one from Evan Reuter, the music director on the national tour of Wicked. No, this is not a joke. Reuter had sent him an email asking a question or two relating to the return of live theater and was very surprised to receive a response. Reuters said in a social media post, quote, I wrote to Dr. Fauci on a whim with a question about reopening theaters, and today was greeted with the most gracious, intelligent, and honest reply written personally by Dr. Fauci. Reuters asked when we could expect theaters to return to pre-pandemic levels of normal, and Fauci responded, quote, To me, that means no masking, no attention to physical distancing, no attention to crowding, i.e. just like it was in December 2019. However, and this is a big however, that does not mean that theaters will be shut down until the end of 2021. Depending on the level of infection in the state, city, community, I can see opening of theaters with attention to varying degrees of masking, reduced capacity, and attention to other public health issues. As vaccines control the virus more and more, we can foresee a significant lessening of restrictive public health measures so that we gradually approach true normal as we get through 2021. This, of course, lines up with the conversation that noted epidemiologists Ashley Steve and Matt Tamanini had on Monday's show. While some of us perhaps will never feel quite as comfortable going to the theater as we did six or eight months ago, there will be baby steps on the road that get some of us, maybe many of us even, back to the theater at some point over the next eight to nine months to a whole calendar year. In the meantime, while we might not be back in theaters immediately, we did get some news about theater streaming on Tuesday. First up, we learned that the acclaimed off-Broadway and cabaret show Broadway and the Bard, an evening of Shakespeare and Song featuring the legendary Tony Award winner Lynn Carew will be streaming on the Actors Fund YouTube channel beginning on September 30th and will be running through October 4th. The show will highlight Carew's love and connection to both Shakespeare and musical theater, and it will be running in celebration of Carew's 81st birthday. That will be one that I will not miss. I interviewed Lynn Carew once. The audio was so horrible, I couldn't make anything out, but it was still lovely to talk to him anyway. Next up, Chicago's Steppenwolf Theater Company announced a new virtual programming season that will provide a dynamic and innovative slate of immersive and visual experiences, radio plays, bite-sized programs, and episodic work crafted and produced specifically for their virtual platform. This season, which you can purchase an entire season pass to for $75, will begin in November. It'll feature performances from ensemble members throughout the season, including a show um, written and directed by Rajiv Joseph that will feature Carrie Coon called Red Folder. There will also be a show coming out in April of 2021 called Where We Stand, written and performed by Danetta Lavinia Grays. Then coming up in June of 2021, Sam Shepard's Ages of the Moon will feature William Peterson and more. We'll have more information about the Steppenwolf Now season. I will be smashing that buy button as soon as we're done because everything that Steppenwolf does is usually fantastic. So I'm very much looking forward to this. All right, let's move on to the recommendations here. Um, I've actually mentioned this first one before, but we are getting closer to a release. 
the new dance film, I guess we're saying it's called Scenario, but the number seven is in place of the E, very much like the movie seven, I guess. I don't know. It's a new 18-minute film featuring some of Broadway's greatest dancers, and it will premiere exclusively on National Dance Day, which is the 19th. That's... Uh this Saturday, I had to check my calendar. Uh, it will premiere specifically on Broadway HD. It features a number of Broadway favorites, Tyler Haynes, Amber Ardolino, everyone knows one of my favorites, Max Clayton, Alex Wong, and more. It features 36 cast members from a whole bunch of different Broadway shows, TV projects, and movies. It was filmed in 2019. And based on some of the trailers and highlights that have come out, I am very, very excited about this. It will feature an original score by Mason Bonner. Also, at this point, I guess maybe his run might have even been done, but we know that Jeremy Jordan at one point was slated to replace in the off-Broadway production of Little Shop of Horrors as Seymour. That hasn't happened yet. Hopefully it will at some point. He's supposed to go in in mid-March, I think just the week after the shutdown actually happened. Maybe did he even start? I don't, I don't remember. It was, it was right around the exact same time. But over the weekend, he participated in Seth Rudetsky's concert series. And we have a clip from uh, the concert in which Jeremy sings Grow For Me. It's really great. This concert is still on demand, so you can get that if you would like. I'm on record as saying that Jeremy Jordan is, is one of the best talents of, of his generation. So anytime we can see him doing concerts like this or something, watching him in Newsies on, um, I guess it's on Disney Plus now, I am all for it. So check that out. Watch the concert on demand with Seth Rudetsky. I, I'm always amazed at how well the technology works. When Seth is in his apartment, or I guess actually this one, he borrowed someone else's apartment because he'd been having internet issues, and Jeremy's in another one. Um, I, it's amazing to me how the accompaniment actually works. All right, that is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Ashley, I believe, will be taking you through the news on Wednesday unless something major breaks and it requires more than one person. Don't forget, whoever does the show tomorrow, you'll be able to hear it first at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. All right, everybody, have a wonderful hump day, and Ashley will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.